But I am here with Leah. I'm so excited to be with her. We're going to just quickly dive into everything, but I have shared her bio in and her information on how to get in touch with her and reach out to her all in the description. So you can take a look at her, obviously, social media, since that's exactly what we're talking about today and more. Um, but a quick little rundown of what we're speaking about, again, is that we're talking about social media, not from the, the space of how can you get better at social media? I think in turn, if if more managers and more facilities do what we're expressing today and think of social media in this way, we may see a benefit happen for our clubs as well and for our leadership as well. But we're talking about leveraging group or leveraging social media with your group fitness teams or even your fitness teams in general. So my first question for Leah is, asking her as a manager, how can you use the social media of your team to actually show that you care about them more, that you encourage them more, and that you can be a better leader by doing that with your team? Yeah, absolutely. So just prefacing that I, I've managed a bunch of studios, and sometimes it can feel like pulling teeth to get your team to both make content for your page like, hey, can you just snap a quick picture of your class? And we all forget. I mean, the managers forget, the instructors forget. It's not top of mind. We're busy, you know, nurturing our people. Um, and then it can also feel like pulling teeth to get them to post on their personal pages. Um, but this is all about collaboration. And the more that they can post about you and the more you can post about them, it creates a partnership versus having your team kind of feel like, oh, well, you're benefiting off of me posting, but what do I benefit? It is a partnership. So while they're going to show you um, to their audience, they also want you to show them to your existing audience. And the goal is for everybody to get more people to fill the room, right? So the instructors are going to benefit as well. Something that I have found works really well is, this is kind of not social media related, but incentive pay. Like if we have a base pay for our instructors and then above 15 people in class, we have X amount of dollars, that really incentivizes your instructor to do whatever it takes to market their class to get more people in the room. And it's going to also benefit with that cross promotion. Um, so you will see them post more on their social media and be more incentivized to do so because they will see the results. Um, and another benefit of that is you might not be paying them to post on their social media. And they would be like, I don't want to do this for free. That incentive pay shows them like, hey, it's, it's a bonus. You get bonuses if you post. Um, so that's a good way to incentivize your team. But I always encourage that you have someone, maybe it's a front desk person who is designated as your social media person. So they know that every time they're gonna come into the gym, they're gonna be the one walking around, snapping pictures, interviewing members, interviewing the instructor, capturing the experience, and it's all just stored on your phone so you can edit it however you want to later on, but you've got this bulk amount of content. Um, if that one designated person knows that that's their role, 
there is somebody who's going to do it. Um, and then they can maybe have a shared Google Drive where the instructor can use it too. Like, hey, you snapped some really cool pictures of my class. I wanna use that on my social media page to highlight how cool of an instructor I am. And then the gym gets to use it as well. Like, hey, look at this amazing experience that you can have inside our gym. So it's creating that collaboration and creating easy to access content for everybody to use. Love that so much because that also potentially you do like templates, right? You could be like, here's a template that you could use in this Google Drive from this, whoever this is, that's a bit more like the social media liaison person and they can tap into that. And what I love about you mentioning that it's a collaboration, it's this team effort is that it gives potentially even instructors, I run into this a lot of the time working with my team, they really want to have an influence on social media, but they don't know where to start. And so if you can help them with that, like you were explaining, I think that's that's so valuable. Yeah, absolutely. The most important thing is that you're clear on your mission. What is it that you want to put out into the world. And I don't mean like what graphics, what is the aesthetic? People don't really care about the aesthetic like they used to. They care about who you are and what your mission statement is, and they want to feel aligned. And that's going to cultivate a community of people who absolutely need to hear your message. So it's getting clear on your mission. It's getting clear on who your ideal audience is. And then it's going to feel very genuine speaking to them. And all the content you create is going to come off very authentic and you're going to have fun with it. So where it can get really overwhelming as to, well, what do I post? Do I need to go on Canva and create beautiful aesthetic um, flyers? Or do I need to do reels? Or do I need to do IGTVs? As long as you are doing whatever feels right for you, then you're doing it right. So like for me, I can't take a selfie to save my life. Um, so I don't do any pictures. I feel a lot more comfortable doing reels and then going into my Instagram story and doing polls so that everybody can press buttons on my story. Mm -hmm. But there are people who are really good at posing in front of the camera and then writing a caption that is cultivating the audience, like speaking directly to them so that they are going to engage with your content. So I always tell people, if you're just getting started, figure out who it is you're talking to, figure out what your mission statement is, why you exist in this fitness space and just start creating. It's gonna get easier the more you post. Love that, love that so much. And that could all be even in that great idea you had earlier of that the Google Drive of here you go, here's the documents of who we're talking to, who's our audience in the specific facility and, you know, and your specific audience maybe that we found in your specific class. That's so, so useful. So you kind of touched on a little bit more, definitely finding, like you said, your favorite mode of posting. So whether that's video, whether that's pictures, whether that's text. So what do you say are some of some, along with reels, um, and maybe explain that a little bit more. We may not have the most, most understanding in this, in this type of environment of what reels are. So explain those. And then whatever other, I guess, types of posts and then how you might use those strategically. Definitely. Okay, starting with Reels because they're absolutely my favorite piece of content now. It is a newer feature on Instagram and it was to compete with TikTok. So what they are are short form videos that hook your audience super quick. 
It is for the people who maybe have shorter attention spans. Whereas IGTV is going to compete more with YouTube. It's that long form. I'm going to sit down and watch a 20 minute video. The reels are really good for someone who has about three seconds that they want to ingest content before their thumb keeps moving. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good way to captivate your audience and entertain them or educate them. And the beautiful thing about it is if you have noticed, there's a button right in the middle of the app now, and that takes you to the reels feed. And you're going to see reels from people that you don't even follow. And so if we're flipping the script, now you're going to create reels that are going to show up on that page. And because of the content and the hashtags that you use, your ideal audience who doesn't already follow you, they're going to find you. They're going to click your page and they're going to keep scrolling through your content and follow along. So it is a really good way to bring new people into your page. Um, and it's really fun to make because they're really short. You can make them 10 seconds and it's just play around with what works best. You can talk, you can have music on and text and no talking. I know that we see the people dancing and we think, do I have to learn this dance? The answer is no, absolutely not. Please do not do the dance. <laughs> Sometimes there's no purpose for them. Um, but, but have fun with it and speak directly to your audience. So I love reels. The second thing I would absolutely recommend is engage in your stories. So question boxes or polls, people love pressing buttons. I have used polls to increase my engagement by 500%. And sometimes they're just really funny, like they have nothing to do with fitness, but they're just random things that I know my audience is going to be really entertained by. And then I can have some related to my services and then I can have a call to action. And now Instagram is allowing people to put a link in their, yeah. in their story. Yeah, that was like the biggest deal. Changer. Right. Like so I think great. we were all like, I need 10,000 followers. Yeah. I'm going to get 10,000 yeah. followers. And now it's like, thank goodness we can put a link okay. in there. So drive people to your group fitness schedule so that they can book right there. No yeah. more find the link in my bio because that's an extra step. And that's a barrier. Totally. Could I ask you really fast? Cause I know you have another one, but when you post reels or sorry, post to the story in Instagram. So this is definitely her hub. This is what she's found is her strength is Instagram. And you do share the, I'm assuming you share the story to your Facebook stories. If you have a Facebook page or account, do you happen to notice that the polls and the engagement and the links work well in that space too, when it's shared there? Do you know? That's a great question. I actually don't know. Um, I testing. Yeah, I need to, I need, my, my audience isn't on Facebook, but I'm sure mm. a lot of people do have audiences on Facebook. Um, yeah, that would be an interesting experiment. I'll have because to play that's, with it. And that's mm -hmm. what's great about Instagram is you can just repurpose the content onto Facebook. It's just mm -hmm. one extra button instead of working harder to like download it, bring it over mm -hmm. to this platform. So yeah, definitely yeah. put it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And sorry, did you have another one? <laughs> so stories, oh, yeah. reels, go ahead. And then I would say I, IG lives. 
So those are going to show up on your Instagram story. And this is going to be beneficial for a gym because they can, they can highlight an instructor and a very specific class. So let's say they're like, Stacy is teaching kickboxing at 12 o'clock on Wednesday, and they're going to advertise it in their Instagram story, in their posts, maybe make some reels about it to advertise it. And then when the IG live goes live, people at home can take the class alongside you who's teaching Mm -hmm. and maybe they get a few of the members in the shot as well to really see the experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can repurpose those lives so they can get recorded and then they'll go into your IGTV. So let's say you've got some really loyal members. They can't come into the gym one day, but they still want to work out with you they can find it in your IGTV. So it works really good both ways for the gym to highlight the gym and the different instructors in different formats. Um, But Mm -hmm. same with the instructor to do it on their page and highlight themselves and see what they offer um, and reach an audience of people that maybe can't make it into the gym, but still want to experience them. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Okay. My last question for Leah today is, What are some strategies? So you kind of alluded to it, obviously, in making it a collaborative effort with the team. But are there any other additional strategies that you would have for managers specifically when they're trying to encourage their team? So I love the incentive of pay. Um, Is there anything else that comes to your mind? Any way you can gamify something, do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially for new instructors. New instructors Mm -hmm. are so excited to do anything. Um, So get those people who are really excited to create some content for you. Maybe you create a team, um, like you have a sticker board and everybody's Mm -hmm. name is on the sticker board. And every time they either post or send a piece of content to the studio to post on their page, they get a Mm -hmm. sticker. And by the end of 30 days, whoever has the most stickers, maybe they get a bonus Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe they get a gift card to a restaurant nearby. Um, And that also can be a really good way to get local businesses involved, um, support them by getting gift cards locally. And then those partners are going to want to come to your gym. Um, So yeah, gamify any way that you can. Love that. Love that idea of even bringing in other businesses or if you do something that's, I mean, it's what is this month? (laughs) It's like women's month. (laughs) Yeah. So you can do something. Women's empowerment. I think women's empowerment day is literally Monday. So, or Tuesday. So doing something along those lines, along with encouraging your club, kind of involving that other, I guess, population and and encouraging, encouraging that. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And I did talk a lot about the new instructor who's so excited, but also lean into those seasoned instructors who already have established personal brands. They are not a threat. Those instructors are only going to be super beneficial for your brand because they're going to be talking about their classes on their social media freely and they're going to drive more traffic in. So yeah, maybe they are also talking about how they personal train on the side or how they teach yoga over at this gym. But then the person who takes their yoga class over at this gym is going to see that they teach kickboxing at your gym and they're going to just follow that instructor everywhere. So those instructors are doing um, an amazing job, especially we've seen it just grow and grow through the pandemic. 
that instructors really nurtured the hell out of their audiences Mm. so that they would have a loyal group no matter where they go. So treasure those instructors and really show them that you appreciate them instead of feel threatened by them. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because really that's the point of this live right now is that the, the, the pandemic, I think, has taught us that our instructors really do have their own brand. They have their own followings. We, of course, can expose them to the rest of our team. Um, but the most important thing is that we, like you said, don't feel threatened. I know coming from a space of managing a group fitness team at a club and you managing a team, there's this place we can go if we hear some maybe clo- more closed-minded individuals that may be in management positions themselves or have that scarcity mindset of feeling threatened by someone who's posting their own content within your facility um, or outside of your facility advertising for other gyms. But really, if you think about it, like you said, it's that exposure. It's that exposure to the instructor. It's that exposure to the various facilities that they teach. And if you can just show that you care about their brand and you care about them, then and encourage it. Like you said, it becomes this collaborative effort and they're just going to continue to fall in love with you and become more, um, you know, more in love, more committed to your, to your, actually your facility. So it's a concept. It's a different concept. I think for a lot of us who've been in the industry for a long time, but it's, absolutely important that we stay open-minded and we have fun with it and we just see we have to experiment with it and see where it goes 100 social media is not going anywhere people are building their businesses on there so lean into it and lean into the people who want to lean into it especially when you don't have the time to do it yourself absolutely that is so so true thank you so much leah yay thanks for having me of course Everybody go find Leah Rich, social media, of course, watch all of her reels. They're, I laugh out loud literally as I'm watching them. They're relatable. They're hilarious. They'll help you come up with some great ideas. I know she's been presenting in the circuit of education for fitness professionals. So continue to follow her and pay attention to her. But thank you again so much, Leah, for your time. Have a great you. weekend and we'll see everybody later.